Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 12, 2015. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain. Apologies, we are a couple of days late. Don't throw the baby out of the bathwater. We are a couple of days late. We're just returning for my cohort to return back from completing his degree at Champion Data University overseas. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Oh, thank you, Michael. I was studying at Champion Data University and I now have a doctorate in contested possessions. Oh, perfect, perfect. And I'm doing my master's in hit house to advantage. Now, can you tell me, I've actually always wondered this and I I, um, I, I was actually watching the game with someone wrestling now. I thought I'd be an idiot if I brought this up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you're going to bring it out in a public forum. I've, like got, these, I like uh, it. I've got this wart on my penis, right? Uh-huh. No. Um, What's a, what's a hardball get? Do you know what a hardball get is? That's a contested possession, isn't it? Yeah, but it ha- okay, okay. Well, that's fine. But how do they judge a contested possession? Well, I imagine when you have to get it when there's two people competing for it. So mm-hmm. if you're in and under and you're running past, mm-hmm. like say your career, yeah. <laughs> and someone handballs the ball out as you're running past, that's an uncontested posse. Or yep. when someone kicks it to you. But a contested, a hard possession, a hardball get is when, like, uh, you're going for a contested mark. Uh-huh. There's someone next to you. You've got a – maybe it's a 50-50. Okay. Can so you... either you or your opponent could get it, whereas uncontested, unless you play for Gold Coast, mm-hmm. you should mark it and – or you should control the ball yourself. Now, is a hardball get – is that a one percenter? No, no, no. A one percenter. That's unmeasurable, That's your, your knowledge from Champion Data Yeah, absolutely. That was, uh, that's what I spent all of Saturday doing. Oh. That is unmeasurable. That, that's your smothers. Mm-hmm. That's your... Um, uh, what your shepherds? You call it? Yeah, definitely your shepherds. Uh-huh. You, what else would it be? That would be your... Um... Uh, taps to advantage? I don't know. No, no, that's not a one percenter. That, oh. that can be marked now. But okay. that's also your spiritual leaders. That's, yeah, that okay. comes under the one percent of okay. barrier. Yep. Uh, walking taller. Uh-huh. <laughs> when people are around you. Um, what else is it? It's just knowing that someone's around. Okay. So then tell me. this Sledging. Is... One percenters. One percenter. Perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tell me another one. What's, um, what's, a, what's an unforced error then in tennis? Is that when they use <laughs> Is that when you just hit it out on your own volition? Yeah, but you can make it a funny unforced error if you give a ball boy a massage uh-huh. or yep. pick up a moth on the court with your racket. So it's very easy to fix up in tennis. Or you hit, uh, you hit a lines person and you run over and you give them a hug and a tickle. Yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Or you run back on with a novelty racket. Those kind of things. Or you, you hide racket. under, a, uh, under, under a, a, te- a towel or, if you're fucked up. Or you, um, there's a bit of a break in play. You play, uh, you play a round with the ball boy. Yes. Crowds love that shit. Oh, they suck funny. that shit through the straw. Funny, those fucking moronic <laughs> tennis crowds. Uh, fucking French. Now, <laughs> well, speaking of France, yeah. I believe that the man we, that the, uh, our intro was about was yep. uh, Signor. No, it's not Signor, Monsieur. Monsieur. James Heard. Came back. Was he in France? Was that where he was? He missed. 
he basically he missed a weekend of training. He wasn't there for Friday, mm. which was a light skills day. Mm. But then he missed a full on training session on Saturday. He missed a full on one on Saturday. He Mike. did. So I think he left straight after the game in round eleven. Maybe when they... I think uh, from the way they played, I think he left at half time. <laughs> he had a good. He had to get in business class. He, uh-huh. wanted, to, he wanted to appreciate the lounge, and because he can leave his car at Tullamarine, it doesn't cost him anything. Yeah, yeah. He can just walk from the headquarters yep. across to the airport. Yeah. No uh, wonder he had Coach Essendon. Um, well, saving no. on parking fees. I believe he went to France. I'm not entirely sure if he went to France. I imagine that's where he went initially to do it. Oh, no, didn't he go to Singapore as well? Oh, where hasn't he been? Oh, no, here we go. There's a little snippet of a headline. Heard has been criticised for a decision to travel to France during the season. So, what we don't know, he probably had to go over there and finish the degree, do the final exam. Yeah. But also, let's not forget, it's... Getting to kind of summertime, mm. the poodles are probably the poodles. <laughs> they'd be sitting top four now because they would know everything that Hurdy taught them last oh, year. They would just fill that A4 sheet of paper out. Yeah, <laughs> the Paris poodles would know exactly. And you know, but probably what happened was he went to yeah, um, getting the uh, un presenters. Yeah, <laughs> they would be all over that sort of stuff. But what he would have done is an experiment last year where there would, but it would have been a man named. Uh, Say, Fr- Francois, is that mm-hmm. a French name or is that just being no, stupid? I've got a hint, it might be French, yeah. yeah. No, Napoleon. On the year. A man called Napoleon who he thought would make a really good backman, but mm-hmm. then Hurdy swung him forward and the poodles have suffered because it. Oh. He doesn't know what he's doing up for. Fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Poor Napoleon, he wants to go back down back. He wants to be <laughs> down back, that's where he belongs. Uh, you've fucked up another club, Hurdy. Yeah, <laughs> you've ruined the Paris Poodles. So he got criticised for uh, yeah heading off and he, he missed a couple of sessions, but now he's back and he says, hey, what's the big deal? We've been through a lot worse. I've done a lot worse. I was going to say, he took a whole fucking year off. I don't think two days is big. In the context of James Hurd, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Now, there's been talk, Adam, we keep on the Essendon theme for a moment. Why don't we? This is great fun. Um, because there was revelations uh, about the, the back and forth between Hurdy and... Um, uh, Australia's favourite golem impersonator, yeah, Paul, Paul Little. Little, Mr. Toll. Uh, and so he, uh, there's a new book coming out by Chip Legrand, keeping with the French theme. Yep. Thing, once more, <laughs> <laughs> Fritz Legrand, as yep. he's known. In. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they talked. Uh, we got a few text messages uh, between Hurdy and uh, Paul Little. I'll tell you what. Hurdy's phone, he must leave that lying around a lot because yeah, when all that dank stuff was going down, they knew all the text messages. They did, didn't they? They find all that stuff out. Who and the fuck's the tapping into his... Put a, put a pin code on it, Hurdy. What happens to when... It, it, although his pin code's probably 5555, five, 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 <laughs> but it just goes, just Hurdy's phone, bang, we're in. What an idiot. The man's a fool. No, it's AO... AOD964. And so... So when a journo knocks on your door and says, oh, I'm just writing a book, do you mind if I just go through your phone a little bit? Yeah, hey, I just, no, no, I just no, no, need no, no, to text no. my wife. Yeah. yeah, sure, go for it. Oh, she's got my phone. Yeah. <laughs> and so Hurdy, uh, back, this is back when they were negotiating the deal, the suspension deal. Mm-hmm. In 2013? In 2013, August of 2013. Yep. And um, Paul Little got pretty angry at Hurdy. Why? We've got a few text messages here. All he did was bring in some dodgy businessmen into the club. I'll tell you what, you inject one player with Mexican walking fish blood. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Paul Little's fucking cracking In your shit. ear. Come on, mate. I'm sure. You know what? Let's go down and have a chat to some of your truck drivers, Paul Little. You work for Toll. You've got some truckies there. Why don't they come down to the club and help you run a bit faster? You'll be able to play out six games in a row. Six-day break. Who gives a shit? Uh, there's a... Not that I want to cast aspersions on any truck jobs. If you're listening to this on your drive anywhere... Give us a beep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and let us know what your 23rd hour of driving is going like. So it says, um, the, the message, okay? Mm-hmm. James, 
Mm-hmm. Formal way to start a message. Yeah, it is. Too. Because if yeah. I texted you, I'd just be like, hey, fuckhead. Yeah, definitely. Bang. Definitely. <laughs> James, AFL telling me you were trying to change the negotiated deal. I can't help you any further, James. Use of the name again. Oh, God. That's As harsh. Fitzpatrick, which I, I'm presuming Mike. is Mike, current yep. Premiership captain, yep. has the shits. And the total deal, total, capital T, so he's <laughs> bloody, he's very formal, emphatic. Mr. Little. Deal now has the wobbles up. So he's gone from formal to kind of you yeah. know, cheeky. Yeah, of, <laughs> no, he's gone with the footy analogy. He's gone for that lovable humour we know yeah. poor Little. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's always a good idea to take on someone worth half a billion dollars. Yeah, absolutely. I'll have to cut you loose. I thought you and Hang on, I'm, he's cutting Hurdy loose in a text. If, if he ha- if 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 he if, if he's trying to change the negotiated deal, little saying I'm going to have to cut you loose. That is a face to face conversation, or at least through Hurdy's best, at least through Mark McVeigh. That, that, that's exactly what I was thinking too. Like it's a, I haven't got like to the end of the message yet. There's still two lines to go. That's a bloody long. Like he's really read is, that. He's going to cut you loose. I don't want to read the rest of that message. And my heart's broken. That's a phone call, isn't it? Give me a call. <laughs> Give me a bloody call. You know what? At least send it. Send it in a package <laughs> via toll. It's free. That's a, that's a little telegram. Ship Come a little on. telegram over there. Yeah. James, AFL telling me that you're trying to change the negotiated deal. <laughs> anyway, I'll continue. I thought you and I had an agreement. I need to know this afternoon what your decision is, Paul. As if you want to know who Yeah, was. it's not like he's got it gone, whose number's this? Oh, who's threatening to cut me loose from my job? <laughs> About this deal I'm going to negotiate. Who the hell is this? this Paul could be anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's probably how he kept his job. He just wrote back, who is this? I'm going to Paris. Sorry, off to Paris. Sorry, I forgot to add... Smiley face. Okay. <laughs> well, that, that's fine. Classic little. Uh, and uh, the second message was reported, which reportedly came an hour and a half later. It said, Heard would be selfish not to take the ban. I'll start again. <clears throat> message two. James. <laughs> again with James? Yeah. <laughs> you've just messaged him and told him you've cut him in loose. He doesn't need to know. He d- fuck. <laughs> James. <laughs> AFL have said they will not do... EFC, I'm presuming that's Essendon Football Club. I'm going to go with you on that. Going to go out on a limb. Yep. Deal unless we stand you down. Oh, they're not going to do a deal unless they stand Hurdy down. What so, happens? I'm enthralled. What yeah, happens? I, I need to know. Obviously, this is this is great uh, hooking in for the book. We want the book. This is clickbait. Classic, classic grand. Le grand. <laughs> Your decision not to take 12 months is going to impact the total club. This time, total... In little T. Oh, okay. Not, not big T. Right. This dispute is about to get very messy because you won't take another six months, i.e. a total of 12. So I suppose James wanted half a year. Oh. AFL was going, nah, you got to take 12. So James was like, you know what, I'll take the first six off. Yeah. I'll, I'll head over. I'll have a Parisian winter. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll tell you what, if it's from August, that means he could go, I can go now and come back come in back Feb. for round one. Start of 2014. Classic Hurdy. Mm-hmm. He's worked it all out. I don't need to play finals. Carlton will beat Richmond in the elimination. Mm-hmm. My job's done. We probably mm-hmm. would have lost. <laughs> Humiliated myself before I went to coach the po- <laughs> Poodles wouldn't have taken me on if I'd lost to the Tigers. No, no, and also the Poodles are very strong. You've got to coach your own club before you can go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Take on the head on of the Poodles. Yeah. That's why Luke Beveridge couldn't get a game with them before he coached his own team. I should mention that we're mentioning the Paris Poodles, which we talked about last year, because I think we don't only talk about it in round two or three last year, so I think we need to probably clarify that. for The new, the new junk timers out there haven't caught up in the back catalogue. Yeah, I'll James Hurd coached the Paris Poodles while he was over in France. Yes, I'll continue the uh, the, the text. Fucking hell, he... That's, again, a lot of text, again it's another call. It's yeah. a call. 
How, how far after the... So there's been one, an hour and a half later there was another one. Yes. How far after this one? Oh, no, this is the completion of the second oh, text. I'm still halfway hell. through. Yeah, it's a fucking Gone with the Wind saga hell, here. Mate. Keep it short. Bloody oh. hell. Tolstoy right here. Yeah. Have a cough, Adam. If you really want to do what's in the best interest of the club... All oh. right, you've already mentioned that. Stop harping on, buddy. Go back in time and don't inject... Up. No, um, no, I made that <laughs> And its players take 12 months. Anything else will be selfish. Paul. P.S. I can't sleep. Danky got anything left over. That is an amazing range of, uh, of text messaging. That, that is a phone call for me. I, I, I'm disappointed in Little. He should come out and apologise for that. And the fact that these text messages are now in a book, it's embarrassing mm-hmm. for the Essendon Football Club. Mm-hmm. And I think something needs to happen. Yeah, um, the book will come out, can't be too far away. Got to get in for Father's Day. So we've got about a month and a half before, no, we've got two months pretty much. Who's buying that? Like 17 other clubs, Essendon fans? They're not buying that. I get a feeling. Often Everyone at Toll gets one when you get a delivery? Yeah, yeah. Often with a lot of these kind of books too, you get the best bit in the age or the, oh, the sun. They, Yeah, and that's afternoon. usually the best bit. Or yeah. you just wander into the bookshop and you, you look up the back and you, you read about the stuff you're interested in. Yep. But you're not really – like the football biography, it's always like, oh, I grew up as a five-year-old. I was like, I don't give a fuck, mate. Tell yeah, me that. I don't care how old you grew up as. <laughs> now, if I read these texts in the voice of James Brayshaw <laughs> – No. James? We, we, we can't do that now. We can't do that. So that's very interesting that he wanted him to step down and basically clearly was coming to a, a boiling point. It was. And, he was. And he just went, the AFL are going to fuck us over even more yeah, unless yeah. you take a year off. Well, he wanted to make sure he got a year. Heard he wanted six from this, from the, the text messages. Yeah. Uh, and I suppose the AFL said, well, if you don't do a deal at all, then – we're going to make things really difficult oh for you. Oh, boy. Really more difficult. I don't know. Make bigger bands or something? I'm not I don't really know. Sure. Didn't they take away the first... Uh, well, they took... They made them go ninth and then they took away their coach. Draft, and they and draft picks. Suspended people. Tomo got a 30 grand. Yeah. Which I don't even know if he's paid that yet. I don't think he's paid it. The, the weapon had to walk. Oh, they lost the weapon. Yep. They had to give him a million bucks or so. Yeah. So he did it tough. Yeah. He everyone, was, everyone down there is I want to read the tough. weapons text messages. <laughs> they'd, all be, they'd just be emojis. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to read anything better than that. Um, so it's all going on at Essendon. So yeah. uh, Herdy, he's back now. But I, I think that's fair enough that he didn't come back. Uh, who wants to come back on a Saturday? You've just come back from holidays. Yeah. yeah Make you, it a Monday. Yeah. He's no, into it. Maybe even a Tuesday. Yeah, you don't want like to Like schools have a curriculum day. Mm, jet lag, you know. Yeah. Up the front, you still get jet lag. You still get jet lag, <laughs> mate. All that champagne. If there's anything we found, Junk Time Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a massive week for our coaches. One Johnny Barker, my friend. First victory, and what a victory, Michael. It took us how long? How far into the podcast are we? I'm disappointed. 14 minutes before you, you mentioned your first victory in the nation of Australia for 2015. We did. We should do a welcome to country for this, <laughs> for this victory. Uh, and see, there you go, Junk Thomas. You all thought I was going to be talking about it off the top. Well, fuck you. No. No, I'm not going to make it angry. I'm excited. <laughs> we won a game. We're on a roll. One in a row. We've got Gold Coast this week. Yep. That fucking idiot Ablett says he's going to come back. I don't think he should. Just well, hold off. I think now there's talk that he won't be playing. Good. He's scared. Breaking news. Because he saw the way that t- Carlton tackled. He knows tackled. Carlton are up and about. Mate, all right. I mean, you know what happened? Bryce Gibbs went to his house yeah. and just stood there and went, I'm going to tackle you, mate. I'm not even playing. But this is what it's going to be like. We're going to take you down. It was a good fun game to watch, Adam. I did find that. Like, it was a bit scrappy and the like. It was a bit scrappy. It wasn't the best game in the world. But there was a lot of pressure. There was a lot of tackling. Yeah. And, and it ebbed and flowed. And that's what you want. Yeah, they're good fun games. You don't want to see fancy skills you know? and people <laughs> kicking goals straight through the middle. No. No, you want people fucking falling over. A lot of 
one percenters, Michael. <laughs> yeah. And that's all. We, that's all that matters. No, as a Carlton fan, and I didn't get to go to the game. I was down in Hobart, so he sat down in the lovely Shamrock Hotel mm-hmm. down in Hobart. Didn't realise that uh, it was going to be as rough as it was, but that's fine. It was a Carlton pub. Mm-hmm. They had the footy on. I was pretty much the only one there really calling out a lot. Yep. Uh, that became very obvious. And then a co- two Collingwood fans came in and started barracking for Port mm-hmm. just to shit me. Yep. So they nearly. If we had a lost, it would have been on. It would have been on? Yeah. I'd scoon it to the face. You would have been away longer? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, quite some time. Yeah. Quite some time. But it was a fantastic win. I was really happy to see the Blues. Just just a bit of energy in there. And it was just, it was fun. To, it was a fun game to watch. Shown by the tackling of the team and by one Bryce Gibbs. Can I just say, Bryce Gibbs, Carlton accepted two weeks for that. Mm-hmm. What they called a sling, tapple, sling tackle, it didn't look as vicious as many of the other sling tackles were. I and they say right. it was two motions. It's kind of like he's turned him around. And it wasn't like he deliberately drove him into the ground. It was no. just that Robbie Gray's arms were pinned. Yeah, if anything, Robbie Gray's neck was too long. It's his fault, isn't it? It's Gray. If he had normal haircut, yep. if he didn't have the fade haircut, he probably, if he had an afro, yeah. gently into the turf. Perfect. If you wore a helmet over that afro... We wouldn't fine. be having this conversation. And you know what really annoys me? So, because they, they, Port Adelaide were thinking about bringing Robbie Gray back on. So, if he had come back on to the ground. Does that negate the damage? Well, it kind of does, doesn't it? Yeah, he yeah. wanted to come back on, but the club doctors just went, well, we're on the side of caution. Oh, well, it's just clearly a Fuck conspiracy you, against Bryce Gibbs to knock him, out of, knock him out of the running for the Brownlow. Yep, that's exactly what I, I sense mocking in that statement. But you know what? You don't get two weeks. Robbie Gray, as he was being carted off on the cart, uh-huh. on the stretcher with the neck brace on, put yeah. his thumb up. Oh, that means that's fucking the international symbol. International symbol of don't give him any weeks. <laughs> he was mocked. And then Dom Cassisi, former Port Adelaide captain, came out and mocked Bryce Gibbs. Oh, what did he did do? Did you see that? On Twitter... He said, uh, congratulations, Bryce Gibbs, first tackle in eight years. Oh, that's a bit rich. Yeah, it's really nasty, isn't it? <laughs> it's really rich. Yeah. And so then he came out about four hours later and said apologies, got caught up in the moment. Oh. But he actually, fuck you, Dom Cassisi. <laughs> Bryce Gibbs is from Adelaide. He knows where you live. Yep. He's coming to get you. Yeah. So I'm didn't... fucking coming with him. No, you're getting passionate. Oh, that's what I want to see. I want to see Carton passion in this. I lost it when Malthouse was at the helm, but now I'm fucking back, <laughs> man. I'm back. Anyone gives me shit about the Blues, and it's fucking on, mate. The um, the Blues and Johnny Barker signed him up for five years, by the way. Well, they got the coaching panel. Fuck the coaching panel. We don't (laughs) need them. They can just get there, sit around, and go. John Barker. Well, we'll go on to the radio interview, then we'll go on to the coaching panel. Uh Uh, The radio interview. He claimed that he got advantage by listening to Ken Hinckley's radio interview. You know what Mick Malthouse was doing before a game? Well, (laughs) it wasn't wasn't tactics. I know that much. I don't know what he was doing before a game. But Johnny Barker, he listens to the radio. He was listening to Ken Hinckley on Triple M. Uh Hinckley talked about owning the corridor. Yeah, well, you fucking got to own yourself, Kenny Hinckley, (laughs) you fucking idiot. So that didn't work out so well. But he said that he listened to Hinkley before yeah. the game. And he said that Adelaide, Port Adelaide said that they had been a bit, uh, they wanted to be more adventurous yeah. Yeah, in their possessions, you know, flicking it around a little bit. The Adelaide yeah. of 2014, yeah. more particularly in like the final quarter of that prelim in 2014. Yeah, where they didn't win. And, uh, and they nearly got as close. They want to chuck it through the corridor and they want to fling it around. And Johnny Barker said, I've heard that. I'm going <laughs> to take that little message down to the boys. And he did. And you won. Isn't that amazing that... Who said radio, who said radio was dead? Yeah, and I just find it interesting. Do you think, though, that another coach listened to that and just said, hey, Johnny, Johnny, I was listening to the Wolfpack, mate. Oh, the Wolfpack. The Wolfpack, you know, who's on there. Your mate James. Your mate James Brayshaw would have been on there that afternoon and he would have said to Ken Hinckley... What are you playing at? What are you... 
Well, I'm trying to get you to ask the question as James Bradshaw oh. to Ken Hinckley. Uh, uh, would it be a... Uh, 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 Ken Hinckley? Uh, 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 uh. I can't find it. Can't find the key. Oh, no. Uh, how are you, you going to play today? Something you wanted me to say? Yeah. Oh. That's exactly what uh, I wanted. Ken. Mm, anchors. <laughs> the big Ken. <laughs> uh, shut up, Gary, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Frothies. Shut up, Billy. <laughs> um... You're a fat brick. <laughs> you're dumb bastard. But I respect you. Uh, how are you going to play today? Bang. And then Kenny Hinckley comes back, says, we're going down the corridor, and then straight to the cult rooms, and they, and they lose because of it. Do Damn. you think the clubs listen to the coverage mid-game? Like, is there... Is, would there be someone in the box who says, you know, they're listening... Because you've got some great tacticians... No, you do. ...doing the coverage. Yeah. Who just goes, oh, Malthouse... Uh, let's pick a good one. Burton said that you should put, um, you know, say, swing Menzel onto the ball for five minutes just yep. to get him in there. And they yep. go, we hadn't thought of that. I reckon there would be people kind of keeping track of stuff. I don't think it would be on in the coach's box. You don't think? No, I don't think quite. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think you can hear it over the shouting. Yeah. But I think, uh, I think there would be enough people around the club who would have a transistor in and then be like, I don't know how you get that information across. Do you just have a funnel? Goes to one person. He comes in at half time. Says, "Right, three W says we need to move so and so." Yeah, to the back okay. Home. Have they got like a media media okay. listener thing? Yeah, AFL Live says we need to go over here. Okay, <laughs> SDN's yep. over here. Channel Seven saying this and yeah. <laughs> and uh, Finey has just spoken to Trout from Wood End, <laughs> and he he says that uh, they made a big mistake when they drafted uh, uh, yeah yep. Aaron Fiora, and Jim from Hawthorne. He's he's keeping a stunning silence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, well done to John Barker. You got your first win, and what a creative way to do it. Oh, trap from Wood End. That was very funny. Hey, uh, but you got the coaching panel. Yeah, we do. We've got a new. We've got a whole. See, this is this is outside the box for for Carl. We don't mm. do this kind of stuff. We no. just we just hire hacks that are on their way down. Yeah. But now we've got a panel together, and we're going to. Um, they're there to pick the new coach. Yep, they are to have interviews with everyone. So we've got. Uh, We've got Juddy. You have Juddy. He's got nothing to do. He's on the list. I'm surprised he did it. I would have thought... You reckon he's bored already? Oh, I reckon there would be a big letdown. I mean, obviously, he's working 24-7 at Vizzy, but I yeah. think to kind of get that competitive nature, he needs to be back in the football club. Yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously committed to saving the world one tree at a time. True. Well, he can save one club at a time. That's yeah. great. Former Premiership player Ken Sheldon. Yeah, good get. Uh, very good get. Stephen Trick. Stephen who, Trick, yep, CEO, put himself in that job. Very good of him. Uh, David Campbell. David Campbell, yes, hosted mornings on um, <laughs> on Channel 9. Well, he knows Sunday. how to entertain. Yeah, and he, he only works at like noon or something. So, so then he'd, he'd he's go. very good at it. No, yeah. he's, a, he's a recruitment executive from Egan, Egan, Egan Zender. Oh, yeah, Egan I reckon Zender. he just goes to, is seek.com, is that still a thing? You just put in AFL coaches? I think you'd go and just do that now, recruitment, really? Yeah. yeah. So isn't it just like... You just go, I know a guy, .com.au. Yeah, just go on that. Gumtree. Gumtree. We need a coach. Yeah. Anyone, what are you doing next year? I was looking at Gumtree the other day and they advertising for a new CEO, Westpac. And I was like, yeah, well, let's put my number in. Let's do it. <laughs> and the final one, which interested me, was uh, Ange Postacoglu. Yeah, Ange Postacoglu, uh, A-League coach. Coaches of which team did he coach? Yeah, we're pretty cross A League. Yeah, I'm not yeah. actually 100 percent sure. Was it no? Was he not the Melbourne Victory coach, and then he got taken to the Socceroos team? Uh. There we go. Oh, actually, yeah, no, Socceroos, yeah. Postacoglu, who is currently in Kazakhstan with yeah. the Socceroos, will begin their 2018 World Cup qualifying campaign. Oh, good on you, Ange. Yeah, so when, he's got a lot of time. He's across what's going on. Mm-hmm. So what would Ange, what kind of questions would Ange ask? So what happens if, uh, like, uh, you get a penalty? What happens then? <laughs> that, 
So what happens, like, right, talk, talk me through your, your corner policy. Like, uh, how many players do you push forward, mate? Oh, it's borderline racist now, mate. <laughs> <laughs> mate, come on. We had Cooter on. We, we're buddies with all those people. Um, who else would be on that panel? Let me think. Uh, I reckon Mick Malthouse should be on that panel. That's not a bad idea. Get Mick Malthouse on that panel. Just yeah. the idea that... To, to make him sit through it. <laughs> just to rub it in. And say, look, this is what we had. And they keep con referring to what they had and what they want. And just every time they say it, just give me a little glance. You know what they in, should do? should be in every coach's contract. They then, once they get sacked, they then have to the sit on person. the panel to choose the next person. You know what Carlton should do, and this would be a bit of fun, is just to ring Malty mm-hmm. and just like, as a gotcha call, uh-huh. and just go, fuck, we've made a mistake, mate. Can you come back? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he goes, I'll do it. And then they just... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dickhead. Do you remember, though, Dick Cheney? And he got put on the commission to find the running mate for George W. Bush. Right. And he ended up... He was the head of that committee and ended up picking himself. So So we could have the the Carlton coach in that group right now. Who knows? Ange Ange might want to jump over. He might get tired of the round ball game. Yeah, why wouldn't he? He He, Wouldn't you get sick of one goal, two goals, when you could be coach Carlton, you could have six goals? And his future is fucking up in the air. 2018 World Cup, 2022 World Cup. Who knows where they're going to be now? They could be anywhere with the disaster that's FIFA. Yeah. You could be looking at the next coach, coach of Carlton. Get another Ange in there. Yeah, tradition, because actually... Traditional name of the club. Qatar could do an Essendon and just be stripped. But we never know. You don't we know, never know the next World Cup's going to be. Um, and we've got Ken Sheldon. He's coached before. Yeah. All of a sudden, the finger could point around yeah. and say, Kenny. He's got the itch. Kenny, we're looking at you. He's got the itch. You're the guy, mate. Get back here. Get back in here. Juddy. Would Juddy get coaching? Juddy could be the guy. I'd be happy if Juddy coached. Self-sufficient. Yep. They're committed. You know he's saving the world. Yeah. Has that, obviously... Save the world, save the team. Has a website that he... Uh, yep. A lucrative website, which yep. he can... He's got a man cave. He's got a man cave. Every coach needs a man cave. We've always said that. <laughs> and David Campbell. He can sing and dance. Coach <laughs> the team. <laughs> and coach the team. Come out. Yep. Do the karaoke camp. Yeah. Put it on the coach. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> do the bongos. He plays the bongos. He's got the rhythm. He's got the music. And who needs Captain, uh, Captain Carlton when you've got Sonia Kruger? No, fuck that. Yeah. We're putting David Campbell in on the job. I like it. New coach of 2015, David Campbell. No, 2016. There was a story that came out during the week, Adam, uh, on Open Mic. Oh, yeah. Our favourite chat show. Mm-hmm. And it was Jordan Bannister. When do we do an open junk time? I oh, know, that's a good thing. We, yeah, need, to get to, we need to get bigger, bigger, better chairs. That's stuff. true. All right, yeah. we'll work on the chairs. Uh, and there was a Jordan Bannister talked about a moment with another Carlton coach, Dennis Pagan. Dennis Pagan, yeah. Sounds like a brutal man, Dennis Pagan. So at halftime during a game in 2007, Dennis Pagan said, kind of along the lines of, enjoy the next half because it's the final game you're ever going to play. Yeah, and this was in about, I think, about round 10 or so. He mm. said you would never play for this club again. And yeah. Bannister was like... Well, this is a bit shit. Yeah, that's a bit annoying. That's a bit harsh. I mean, at least, unlike Paul Little, he told him face to face. It wasn't mm-hmm. like he was just sitting there and was like, beep, beep, what's going on? <laughs> oh, I've got my Nokia 6210. What's coming up here? Yep. It's from Dennis. From Dennis, if you don't know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dennis just made... So he said, this is your last game. And then fortunately for Jordan Bannister, yeah. Carlton went and got... Jake out. was on Dennis. Yeah, Carlton went out and got flogged by 120 points in mm-hmm. Brisbane the next week. Mm-hmm. And he got sacked on the plane on the way back. Yeah, so uh, do you think Bannister got the last laugh there? Absolutely. Yeah? He did, yeah. And uh, Brett Ratton came in and said, I'm going to play you for every game. Just, yeah. I suppose, to spite Dennis. They, they players knew the story. It's a, it's a pretty rich story to get out about, isn't it? 
Like to it's pretty brutal. Yeah, and it's it's kind of just a bit. Uh, it's just not a good. So it's a bit amateur hour, isn't it? Well, you're not going to win players over. No, no, you? you're not going to win the boys over. No. Go, oh, did you hear what he did to Jordan? Yeah, that is great. Yeah, no, you're not going to. Yeah, it's going to be like, oh, that's actually that's pretty nasty. Really harsh on me. I mean, you know, bench the guy, whatever, drop the guy, but yeah. don't like retire him at half time of the game. You old fuck. And what surprises me too is that Bannister go, oh, okay, well, I'm not playing. Um, you know, they're like. You know, twelve more games left in the year, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I might be able to play for another team until next year. I'm going to go and just punch the fuck out of everyone. No, I would have punched <laughs> the fuck out of the coach. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you got suspended for how long? Uh, eight years punching the shit out of Dennis Pay. Actually, Carlton would have rewarded him. Oh, he would have a life membership. Reduce the sentence. Yeah. <laughs> come and be on the coaching panel, mate. That is a brutal way to to have it. But coaches, I guess, like coaches, when you're coaching for your career. Mm-hmm. You would lose your mind, wouldn't you? Oh, you'd, you'd go say that absolutely shit crazy all the time. Yeah, no, you'd go absolutely crazy. And he was under the pump from most of 2007 before it even kicked off. Yeah, we had a good year. I think it was in 2006, maybe we won 10 games. I think that was uh, four, wasn't it? Was that four when you had all the um, you got anyway? Uh, yeah, we, we won 10 games. And maybe they signed Dennis Pagan on for an extra eight years or something. Yeah, and yeah, did something stupid. Yeah. And anyway, it fell apart. But it, it must be freaking coaches out. Like I know Adelaide. Uh, have told Phil Walsh, mm-hmm. their current coach, to work on his work-life balance. Oh, that's nice of them. Yeah, that was saying, because apparently I heard the other day that Phil Walsh gets up at three in the morning every day. I think he goes to bed at like six. Really? Yeah. Imagine being his family. He does that now, not before he was coaching. He was. He does that now. He does that now as coach. What the what? Yeah, goes to bed, uh, it was either six or eight. It was ridiculous. I think it was six. That's yeah. why I was like, this can't... What do you do in summer? Mm. You know, I'm going to bed and you just lay there boiling. Yeah. It's all sunny outside. Everyone's having fun. And then, so what do you do at three? Like when you get up? What's... Just shit everyone in your house. There wouldn't be anyone to talk to for another five hours. So even if you went to work... But that's why. Maybe that's why Michael is zen. Ah, uh, okay. You can have he three or four hours. He just stands in the middle of Westlakes. Yeah. I'll t- I tell you what he does. Just focuses. No. Gets a pie floater. Where, where is your mind... Where in Adelaide is your mind the most clear? You can just walk along... Yeah. He stands over the torrents. Look over the reflection on the water. Yeah. And just think, I'm the king of Adelaide. I'm the fucking king of Adelaide right here. I'm on the footbridge. I'm just letting everything flow over me. Yeah. No worries. There's a dude coming over in a tracksuit. He probably wants two bucks. Oh, that guy might. He might see him. <laughs> he might. He might stab me, that guy. <laughs> I think I'll get back in the car and go down to Westlake. I've got to stop getting up at three. <laughs> I reckon he's sneaking off to catch the last few hours of the crazy horse. So, yeah. <laughs> well, three, it'd still be going, wouldn't it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You get the strippers at the end of a shift, they're, they're, they're ah, tired. Half price, mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can touch. I'm tired, mate. I just, I just want to feel someone's love. And you look like my dad. Oh, I can't even bother saying no hands. Yeah, just, exactly. Just... just get in there, mate. Put your mouth on it. It's fine. <laughs> just make it happen, Phil. So they've told him to, to work on his... Work life, uh, work life balance. So mm-hmm. he's got to, he's got to go. Uh, you know what? He probably does. It. He probably hates his family. Yeah, well, he's probably going to get up at four now. There's yeah, I'll ch- oh, make the big change. He'll get imagine up at that. His family going, ah, oh, fucking hell. The you crows have stitched us right up. You wouldn't see them at all, would you? See Dad? Yeah, that's that's very bizarre. Um, and also the idea that I'd be surprised he was getting out of there at six p.m. too on a full like. That would be when people still be working. There'd still be work to be done. <laughs> you think so? Wouldn't you? Maybe he's got a, like a bunk bed well, in if, his office. Yeah, think about it though. Like if you. Say he has like a half hour commute to work on the bike because he loves the bike. Oh yeah, he does, doesn't he? So say he's a fitness freak, isn't he? I don't know. If you get out of there at three thirty, yeah. you're home by four, have some dinner, and then kind of let that dinner digest before he you can't go get to bed. Out there at three thirty, yeah, no, he can't. 
He's got to leave there, say, at five. He's, you know what? He's eating dinner in bed okay. at 20 to six, <laughs> puts the plate down, puts the pillow over it. Instantly. He's gone. Have an ambient. And yeah. Off he goes. <laughs> Are you mad, Phil? You're mad. But imagine living in that house, like three o'clock in the morning, you hear someone having a piss, someone going for a shower, you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, Phil. Ah, I, hate, really? I hate the crows. So a night game would throw his system out entirely. Shit. So if they finish that at like, a, what do they finish about at 10, 10, 10 maybe? That's like six hours after his, after his bedtime and, and he goes to bed. He's like, it's like 10, 10, 10, 30, whatever. He's doing the, the he's, final he's speech. The, you know, they've sung the song and he's yep. doing the kind of well-played guys, you know, yep. danger, you're staying next year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I really need an answer because history tells us that when players put it off, it doesn't yep. end out well and you yep. end up going to other clubs. And you visited Geelong a lot in the last couple of months. Yeah. So yeah. just let us know about that. <laughs> and you open up a bank out there. Yeah. And you put a house <laughs> and there. you put a house, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said open a bank account. Because <laughs> it's 1985. Yeah, exactly. And he's gone with uh, Pyramid. <laughs> and it's 10.30. He's like, bloody hell, i got to get home. i got to be up in four hours. <laughs> he's an idiot. Um, but that's the, kind of, that's the kind of commitment you want from coaches. And you know what? It, it, obviously, he's uh, filtering across because uh, one of his assistant coaches went bananas at, at Patrick Dangerfield. Oh, yeah. Scott Camperiali hmm. on uh, Thursday night against the Hawks. There was the vision... It didn't look as bad as our building it up, did it? Like he was having he was having a go at him. Clearly, danger had done something wrong. Yeah. But do you reckon the rest of the other coaches and all the CEOs and everyone's going? Don't just start fucking yelling at him, mate. Well, what a bit of that, doing? and also like get, just get him back on the fucking ground because yeah. Hawthorne kicked three goals in three minutes. Yeah. Um, and so he seemed to be on the bench. Was it five minutes or something? He was on for a long time. Yeah. And so half of that maybe he's been yelled at, and then half of that he was sitting there. He was thinking about Moggs Creek. Well, yeah. That's all his, his mind's going to Moggs Creek. I wonder, what, I wonder if anyone in Geelong... Would Chris Scott do this to me? He wouldn't. Yeah. That would have been the text, mate. I, I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> Bang. Heart's there. Um, what do you, he, they, they were talking about maybe he... Weren't they talking about something he did something wrong at a centre square setup? Or yeah, he something? set up in the wrong place. Okay. He was in like uh, row three oh, you don't seat do that. K, I think. Oh, I've seen that. That's just poor. It, it, it's like Ruzi from the week just not following the information. Yeah, exactly. He's just, he's just completely, he's had a meltdown. Yeah, yeah. So that's understandable. It happens to Dangerfield. Obviously, he goes to bed at four o'clock in the afternoon. Uh-huh. So he was like six six hours past his bedtime. Jet lagged. Yeah, he, yeah. He, didn't know what, he didn't know what day it was. Now, you were talking about the unsociable football before from the Mighty Brown and Gold. Well, you guys are animals. Mm, monsters. Because now that the AFL has said, oh, it'll just, it's only a fine yeah. if you elbow someone behind play like a fucking animal. There seemed to be a lot of elbows. Like, there were a lot of kind yeah. of inner tackle and throwing an elbow, and then people, yeah, people were falling down um, behind play. Um, but there, there were about four or five incidents where you go, maybe a year or two ago, that would have been looked at. It would have been a week yeah. or so. But now, and, and Jordan Lewis comically came out the other day and said, oh, $1,000, that's not, that's not, that's not nothing. Oh, he threw it to up in the air. He burnt it. He got a yeah. $100 note out and just burnt <laughs> it live on TV. Just, I got the money! Yeah. Now, this is a man who earns $500,000 a year. Yeah. So if you take that to someone who earns $50,000 a year, that's 100 bucks. Mm. That, I think, is very affordable. Mm-hmm. To, to get the glee, the joy that you would get from elbowing someone. Like, if you're, if you're a, a, a... It's a free hit, that's what you're saying. It's a free hit. Yeah. If, you, if you're earning $50,000 and there's someone you don't like yeah. at your work mm. and you knew that you could elbow them and your boss would go, mate, that's 100 bucks. Yeah. Friday afternoon, come for a late Friday, you're taking that shit up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, uh, if, uh, that, that nature of that elbow, that free hit in, yep. the, in the sternum or the guts or whatever you call it. In the guts. Yeah. Uh, 
it's off also on on the player who gets hit to not go down for too long and not be too hurt because everyone goes, oh, are bit, you faking? Bit soft, yeah. Like you got to kind of take it and be like, oh, I'm fine, yeah. I'm fine. I'm I didn't want to go down. Yeah, I didn't want to go down. Yeah, so but you winded me. It's a little bit of a loophole. Now I can't breathe. But I'm going to stand back up. And now I think now I think about it as a loophole. I get the feeling the AFL are going to close that loophole oh, yeah. at the end of the year and say, oh, actually. You know, they'll, like, close, it. they'll like, close it on Hawthorne in the prelim. You'll mm. have about six players out for the grand final. No, fucking hell. So, yeah, it's tough. You know who else was faking it? Obviously, clearly, Tex Walker. I mean, mate, it was just a little knee to the back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get up. I mean, sure, you, you painted on a bruise. <laughs> you put some makeup on, made it look like you were hurt. Uh, he's half his size, too. Like, yeah. again, you're kind of like, ah, oh, come on, man. you got to be, gotta, you know. I can understand that with Sam Mitchell. If someone, you know, Tex Walker's a big unit. Mm. He's from Broken Hill. Yeah, yeah. Man's a, man's a psychopath. He doesn't yeah. know what he's going to do. Yeah. You just turn it, yeah? You just put your knees out. Oh, yeah. I completely get it. No, and I, I don't know if it really got looked at by the tribunal or anything, but it was just more, yeah, it's a, uh, protecting yourself. Well, people were saying, oh, maybe it was Robbo. Maybe it was like he was just upset that he's like, you can't, but you just, I don't know, just <laughs> if you put your put the knee and elbow, that's, oh, Jared, I just, you, oh. And then that, that's the shortened version, actually. Yeah, I had to, I had to count it down. So, yeah, it just, it's going to come back at Hawthorne, I think, at some point. The mm. AFL will be on it, and I think $1,000 is not quite enough because it means they don't care. Oh. I'm sure the club will happily pay it. Hey, uh, can we uh, give a bit of a Melbourne pump up? That was one of the great... Hang on. That's the greatest win since 1964. Oh, it's, 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 it's right bigger up than there. that. No, yeah, actually. It's bigger than that. It's Forget the greatest win Smith. in the club's history, I'm Absolutely. Say. Absolutely. So 2005, they hadn't beat Geelong. That's incredible. It is remarkable, isn't it? Yeah. Now, uh, how many games do you reckon they would have played? So it's 10 years. Maybe they played 15 games? Maybe yeah, 15, played, 18. Yeah, yeah. Like now, let me think. Finals in Melbourne was 2006, I think, was the last time they made finals. Would that be right? 2005 or six, I reckon I saw them beat St Kilda in an elimination final. 2006 then, I reckon, yeah, because yeah. they used to go, they used to just do the even years. They'd go 98, yes. 2000, 2002, 2004, 2006, yeah. and then they sacked Danaher in 07. And, and then that was kind of like... Stopped uh, everything. Yeah, everything. Yep. Um, and so they went down to uh, Sickwood Stadium, which is a hell of a place to win. Oh. No one can do that. No one, except, you know, three teams this year, but no one it's can do that. It's a It's a cattery. Yeah, it's a cattery. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a person, if you look over the fence, you think, fuck, there's a human-sized cat there. <laughs> and it's just some weirdo with cat things on his face. So don't worry about him. There's that dude with the makeup and the badges. And yeah. they, um, and they, uh, they, they were on top from pretty much go to woe, weren't they? I think Geelong got the first two, and you went, oh, here we go. Well, they were wrong. Everyone agreed. You could hear it once in unison, just went, here we go. Yeah, and then uh, they came, they had a slight uh, buffer, buffer at half time. Definitely. And then buffer. just came out bang, bang, bang. Yep. And um, came, came away with the chocolates. A lot of chocolates. Now, obviously, they had the uh, problem the week before where they had 40 seconds left on the clock, and nobody got back. Uh, for that Lee Montagna goal. Look, how is that their fault? I mean, you're a player. You don't know. Yeah, no. You're not supposed to know the clock. You've looked up. You've seen Bongo Cam. You've yeah. Gone, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Chaos. Beach balls are going around. Yeah. How are you supposed to know where long? And, Distracted. you know, at 24 minutes, you think, oh, yeah, not, yeah. at least another four minutes. Yeah, no, Everyone definitely. knows quarters are 28. Yeah, yeah. Everyone. Even if there's been zero goals, they're 28. And everybody's yelling out from the boundary, 40 seconds left, get back, get back. And you go, oh, they're having a laugh. Yeah, fucking, they're taking the pisses like one of those gotcha calls fucking that they did around. to Nick Maltese. Okay, run, run, run forward. Run forward. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, and let it go. Yeah. And then Rusey got very angry about that. Rusey yeah. was distraught. And then he said that Nathan Jones had a meeting about it. Nathan Jones came in and said, we've got to take responsibility for this. 
And he said, Resid, yeah. You know, you really, yeah, you really, you really, you really do. Yeah, you better you come out on the weekend. Yeah. And I, because I'm looking really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Lloyd's writing articles and I'm not in form. How can you be an out of form coach? What do you do? Do you drop yourself to your coach? Do you do like Jack Watson? Do you go back and coach Casey? Yep, yep. <laughs> Give yourself a good win and then come yeah. back into the ones? Do you hand it over to Simon Goodman for, Goodwin for, Goodwin a, week? for a week? Yeah. Just say, look, I've. Yeah, oh, I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah. Um, Tell you what, yeah, I put uh, get Ange Postecoglou in here. Yeah, like, I, put, I put Jack Viney at full forward for half the game. <laughs> Fucking hell! I told the boys it was nine minutes left. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I thought it was half time. I'm mad. I'm I mad. gave myself a Gatorade Bukaki after that. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> I kept on picking up the phone in the coach's box and calling the wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> I kept getting Paul Little. It was weird. So he had a bad one, but then he had a great one. He picked he two ruckmen. Yeah, no one picks two ruckmen, unless you're West Coast, but no one picks two ruckmen. Yeah. And they went out there and they proved themselves. So congratulations to Melbourne. That is a fantastic win. And I think as a Melbourne fan, you would you would look to there's a lot of future going on there. Like yes. Max Gorm was fantastic. Yep. That Brayshaw kid Brayshaw is really good. Amazing. Mm. And he's related to the great man. The great man. Yep. Um, it's like the, the Carlton. How you the last few weeks you've been showing a bit of something yeah. through the magic of Johnny Barker, Hawthorne legend, mm-hmm. and um, you want that from Melbourne too. Yeah, maybe this could be the beginning of a journey. Should we install Melbourne as our junk time premiership favourites for twenty twenty two? I mean, it's a big call. No, question, it's not. Question, it should, it question without be. question without notice. That would be their second one. Oh, yeah, back to back. Ah, twenty one, twenty two. Okay, Absolutely. we called it first. Get it on there. Yeah, put your money on it. Absolutely. And you footballers out there, we know you like a punt. <laughs> <laughs> so drop a lazy half a million on it. So there we go. Celebration. Pump up Melbourne. Yeah. Hey, uh, should we look at the um, the week's results, Adam? Well, I want to quickly. Well, we may as well get to. We've spoken about Adelaide and Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game after that was the Tigers. Tigers. Now, yes. I, did you select the Tigers to win that one? Um, I got a feeling that I might have actually, but I my tip in's a bit indifferent by the fact I often just go for a couple of upsets. Oh, but or, a few roughies. Yeah, a few roughies. I figure if I'm going to make make the leap, yep. I'm I'm not going to die wondering. <laughs> That's good, mate. You you you've always been a hardcore. And so I I, I figure like I might as well lose my tipping by fifteen. Yeah. Go down swinging. Yeah. Been your motto yeah. Yeah. It's always been managed years. with tipping. Yeah. yeah. That's organised by us, run by us. Yeah. <laughs> Could easily be corrupted by us. But yeah, there's no money involved, so <laughs> that's what it is. So but the Eagles uh, won by that by 20 points. And you were pretty angry about Richmond, weren't you? Well, once again, I mean, the Tigers, how do, how do they flog Frio? Mm. And they really put them to the, they put them to the sword. Mm-hmm. The first quarter was amazing. They demolished them and then kept that lead for the whole game, yep. even though all of Fremantle and the Channel 7 commentary box were barracking for them. That's, that's 40,000 people plus five. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they were all going for them. They come out and they've had a week off, and then they were just awful. Yeah, they need to get that jumper back, the yellow jumper. Yeah. That's a great did. jumper. They served it well, didn't they? Yeah, the alternative strip. We need to get that back. And the only one who played really well was Dustin Martin. Hmm. He, he, I think he'd been to Bali. Oh, oh, really? I really do think he'd been to Bali. Really? I, Let him sure go overseas. Bali mid-season and yeah. just go, you know. Oh, you pay off the right people. They can always come back. You know, you get tested when you're during season. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. But Alex Rance, he's now, he's signed on for four years. Yes, so that must I'm... be, you know, heartening for, heartwarming for Richmond fans. Yeah. You know, he, he, he pretended he was going to walk away from the game and go they believed him. Backpacking? Yeah, go backpacking and... Pretended he was a Jehovah. And then the really weird thing was that he kept on saying, no, no, I'm going to walk away. No, 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 I'm going to go. I'm no, walking. Guys, no, I'm out the door. No, no, no. You, uh, what, 50 grand more? No, I'm not. Gonna, I'm walking, no, mate. No, 100 grand more. Ah, oh, look. Yeah, look, Europe's 
you know, getting a bit too warm this time of year. Yeah. What, 150 grand? Yeah. Uh, I think I've got to reckon. Four years, I, you reckon? I reckon I might just look it up on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I watch, I watch National Lampoon's European Vacation. Right, they go, go everywhere. I'll just go when I'm 30 and retired. Yeah. <laughs> still yeah, young. It's not that far away, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, no, I just mentioned alternative strips earlier then. Um, what did you think of the Hawthorne jumper? Did you I thought that? it was horrific. Yeah, I think I can't remember if they've worn it this year so far. I had seen it displayed before, but I don't know if you'd worn it mm. previous to this. It's yeah. disgusting. Actually, I mean, I'm... Don't I'm, say it grew on you. No, I'm, If you I'm, wear one, I will stab you in it. I know. Oh, no, no, no. I'm particularly biased, but I just thought it was kind of goofy-ly. Kind of... It was cute. It was actually gold, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it was. Very, it's extravagant. Yeah, maybe it's too extravagant for an AFL jumper. Maybe that. It's too extravagant for an in-season. That, that's your pre-season. That's where yeah. your bullshit goes on there. That's your Eurovision. Yeah, that's Try true. stuff out. Yeah, yeah, Got yeah. Got your Mucking weird around. argyle. Yeah. Whatever the fuck you guys have. Jeez, you've had some bad jumpers. Yeah, we have, well, I think people kind of find it very difficult to get the brown and gold to work. Yeah. But again, when has it ever clashed with anything? Well, that's a good question as well. Yeah, would it clash? Brown and gold on um, that week would have clashed with the, the black, red and yellow of the crows. Blue, mate. Blue? Yeah, sorry, blue. Where have you gone? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, sorry, that's mad. A brain fade. And they don't have any yellow. Uh, <laughs> don't they? No, they do, no. They're br- br- blue, green, red, and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> do I not know the jumper of the Adelaide Crows? I'm going to look no, that you up. Don't. Adelaide Football Club. Look blue, yellow, and, and red. Blue, Stripes yellow. With a crow. Oh, mate, don't you set foot on the bridge. Oh, blue, <laughs> blue yellow, red, yeah, repeatedly. Yes. Yeah. And have been for a while. Yeah, only 25 years. Yeah. But that's all. I mean, sometimes it takes a while for stuff to green sink in. Yeah. there. Yeah. Put a bit of black. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, I've, I've, I'm, I've been on danky stuff. Yeah. I mean, um, if you had said there was more red in there, I would have understood because Adelaide fans have been stabbed a lot more yeah, or okay. just covered in blood. But where this black came from, I, don't, I do not know. <laughs> And so, anyway, I um, yeah, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't be too sparkly. No, that, it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good. It's look, probably a good rule it? of thumb. Yeah. yeah, no glitter, no sparkles. Don't reflect. <laughs> yeah, no, no reflective. No, but no bedazzling. Hey, <laughs> no bedazzling. I think that's a rule that, that we should all should live by. Uh, and then we have a look at um, Carlton Port. Obviously, talked about that four point win to the mighty. Win. What happened with that bit where the ball was touched and the umpire called a ball up? One umpire called touch, one umpire called a mark, uh-huh. and so they, then they split the difference. Ah, oh, so it's a ball up. Yeah, which oh. is fair enough. I mean, if it, if it had happened any other part of the ground, the one that I would have been annoyed as as a Port fan was the one where the umpire marked the ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where I think it was, was it Hamish Hartlett? Kicked the ball, and the umpire was kind of moving, but mm. get out of the way, mate. Duck. Don't, don't mark. Duck. Was there a duck. part of you thought, though, that's a good grab? He didn't take it in the hands. He kind of took it in the the hook of the shoulder. Yeah. Oh, look, I thought his reflexes weren't yeah, too bad. Yeah, I thought, bad, the reflexes but I thought if his bad. reflexes were better, fucking get out of the way. Should we put him on the coaching panel? Hey, it's not a bad idea. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, you know who would love that? Dennis Pagan. Yep. Him on the panel yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely get Pagan back in there. Uh, then we have GWS in North Melbourne. Uh, North Melbourne towered up GWS. GWS wheels are off. With Mummy gone. Yeah, fallen over. They, ha- they don't have a recognised Every- ruckman. Everybody needs their mummy. Yep, they're they're un- the guy's unrecognised. Yeah, <laughs> unrecognised. You don't know who he is. Yeah. What's his name? I don't even know what his name. Is. Anonymous. <laughs> 
And they got rid of Jonathan Giles. They sent him off to Essendon. And mm-hmm. He's probably going to get a game now because Tom Bell Chambers is out. Yep. They've made a huge mistake. Yeah, I mean, no. they've drafted all these fast kids. They've got no one to fucking get the ball to Yeah, him. yeah. You fucking idiot, Steve Silvani. Where's he now? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and then the Bulldogs uh, defeated Brisbane. And didn't they smash him in the last quarter? They turned it on. It was kind of like... Thereabouts at half time, and the doggies mm-hmm. just went, No, fuck this, mate. They're sitting ninth. GWS, I think, will miss out on the eight. Yep. So there's possibly that spot and maybe one other open. So you think it's either going to be the Bulldogs or maybe North or Geelong? Yeah, well, if you're looking at the uh, from seventh down to 11th, there are five teams on six wins. Yep. So, yeah, it's a bit of a raffle, that, that seventh and eighth spot raffle. at this time. Three bucks for 10 tickets. If you're thinking GWS are going to drop out. Adelaide, Richmond, are they going to make it? I think the Tigers will. I'm not convinced about the Crows at the moment. Mm. But I was I was reading somewhere that um, Adelaide and Geelong play twice in the second half of this season. So that will set up a lot of who gets through there, unless they both beat each other once. And then it'll be, yeah, or they could draw twice. There you go. <laughs> and just even it out. Um, I mean, it, I mean it's, fun. it's fun to watch Richmond in the finals, but... Can they lose another in the <laughs> Can it be done? Can it be three on the three trot? trot. <laughs> we should back for that. And also, we want ha- Richmond make the finals. That what would be want? great. <laughs> do we want a home one? Yeah, we want more people there. Do we? <laughs> we want more people because the first one, they were in it till half time and then they fell apart. Yeah. So that was embarrassingly horrific. They're firing up till half time, weren't they? Yeah, they got. Up, I think it was six goals in front of the mm. Blues. Then the next year, they were about nine goals down at quarter time. It was all over in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. they kicked into the wind. Yeah. Um, Maybe a little bit of a strange decision. I don't know. I mean, we've all kicked with the wind, but they thought, no, fuck this. We're going against convention. Yep. All right, backfired this time. Yep. But we'll learn from it. Yep. Third time lucky. Yeah, exactly. Third time lucky. Yep. That's what Tigers fans are going to be thinking. Yeah, I could lose by 100 points this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we might wrap it up, Adam. Okay. Um, uh, we um, have the email here. Shall I read that? Yeah, let's read it. Okay, so we got an email. And thank you to everyone who's been writing in to us. We're really mm. appreciating uh, your, um, just your, the, the back and forth. Yeah, the banter, no. you know, with our fans. We love our fans. Yeah, it's That's fun. why we do this thing. Hey, we've got one from James Tweedy here, right? Mm-hmm. So James Tweedy uh, is from the UK. Hello, mate. Yeah, he lives in the UK. He's a, a power fan. And um, he... Uh, How'd that happen? That's a good question. I haven't got the full story. Maybe he's an Australian living in the UK. Well, um, I need so backstory. I'm a British power fan, so okay. and pretty much my sole source for AFL information is this podcast. Jesus, <laughs> imagine the bullshit conversations he'd be having in Earl's Court. Yeah, well, um, James, he'd go, James Heard coached the Paris yeah. Poodles. <laughs> You've lost your fucking mind. They have a racism round in Australia. They have a racism round. Adam Goods worked in a call centre. <laughs> All right, mate, you're banned from the pub. Um, and he lives in a town called Nutsford. Nutsford is uh, 14 miles, 23 kilometres, um, <laughs> southwest of uh, Manchester. Okay. Hmm. Um, well, there you go. I can't imagine. If you didn't have the Junk Time podcast, there wouldn't be a lot of uh, readily accessible AFL info, I no, would have thought. I can't imagine, but it's kind of weird, James. We're not, we're not, we're kind of shit on James now, but he, No, that's great. You do have the internet. You get the podcast. Look up afl.com.au, look up realfooty.com.au, look up bigfooty, look hey, up the forums. Stop look selling up, our competition. Look up the forums, support Adelaide Power Forums. They're no, great. No. They're great bigfooty forums. They say, oh, what's your favourite game ever? And they go, oh, the 2007 round 22. I remember I was seven at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're mocking it. You've read it. Oh, I've, I've never posted, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was wondering about the play on rule, actually. 
Okay. Because he talks about in uh, in football, in the football in the UK. Yep. Um, uh, he's a bit distracted. Uh, he's a bit oh, annoyed. like advantage. Yeah, advantage. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, not play on. Yeah, advantage from a yeah. free kick. So he so says over here. Uh, he says the ref blows the whistle. Everyone hesitates. This happens in Australia. And if the offended team can gain advantage, they play on. This is stupid. Strong words from James. Mm-hmm. Says so in the UK, obviously. The ref makes a hand gesture to show that he noted the foul. And if there wasn't sufficient advantage, then he blows the whistle. So oh, he lets it fly, play so for a little bit. So it's just acknowledgement of. Yeah. yeah go, saw it. Saw it. Everyone keep running. Yeah. And then if That's they great. don't get advantage, then he'll call it back and you get an actual free kick. Because the instant you hear a whistle, you stop. I think I saw an instance on the weekend where everybody just stopped. Yeah, it was a cut one and Tom Bell ran forward yeah. because everyone had kind of paused. Yeah. And so you wonder, like even in that logic, even whenever – and Carlton get the free kick and they're running forward, but everyone stopped – Shouldn't be the idea, but you do you do call them back? Is it they? almost for the crowd? Not totally because sure. The players would know if they hear it because they could. I imagine they can hear the umpire when they're on the ground. So if he mm. says pushing the back play on, yeah, he doesn't need to blow the whistle. And then what about those indica- those times though where you're not quite sure who has the free kick? Again, I think that's for the cr- well. No, that's when they have to stop it, don't they? Oh, but then they both teams kind of stop and then they mm. go, no, it's play on because mm. the guy's three metres in front of everyone. Oh, we need to get Wayne Campbell on the podcast. And James. Oh, yeah, and James. Actually, James, to, to explain, Wayne Campbell is a Richmond legend. Yep. Um, played in multiple premierships. Yep, and uh, nightclub owner. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, or maybe that was Nick Daffy. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, the premiership thing all... wasn't yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, thank you very much, James. We uh, we didn't help you at all there. We actually don't know the rules. Yeah. But we, I think they tried to incorporate the English system for a while and maybe it broke down at some stage. So I know what he's saying. They just keep waving it on. But I think, yeah, I, I, I do understand what he's saying. If it's a really obvious one, then you just keep it going. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. We're hey, with you, James. We'll wrap it up. We'll put. Uh, thank you very much for waiting the two days for this, uh, <laughs> this junk time at Stravaganza. We'll be back uh, We'll be back proper on uh, next Sunday. Yes, for sure. Uh, we can email us at junktimeaflpod at gmail, and we're on Twitter and Facebook. Thank you for all the messages. As we said, we're yes. going to head off. Yes, and thank you for all the reviews on iTunes as well. We appreciate oh, yeah. that. Do that. Pump it up. Yeah. And uh, we'll see yeah. you next week. Go Hawks. Go Blues. Being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.